you know, that's another um, way that buyers become desperate is they'll just reach out to the listing agent just to win an offer. But it's like, you know, what, what did you sacrifice in order to get into that home? So you, you, you don't want to um, sacrifice, you don't want to put yourself at risk or put um, the money that you're investing at risk. Um, because in this market, we're seeing a lot of buyer's remorse and mm. you don't want to end up on that side of it. Welcome to today's episode. That was one of my good friends and also is one of my amazing coaching clients, Sharon Hamilton. She is a 17-year veteran in the real estate industry. She's a broker and owner of Healthy Real Estate and Associates, a boutique firm based out of Wilmington, Delaware. She opened the brokerage because of her deep passion for coaching career-driven men and women to confidently purchase, sell, and maintain residential real estate. In this episode, you will hear what are some common mistakes for the first home buyer in this specific interesting real estate market. And you also will hear that Sharon has a heart to equip her fellow agents in the industry so then most of us, the consumers, the clients, can have a much better experience in this industry. She is indeed one of the pioneers that God has called in the real estate industry by using Power One framework to move forward, ignite the fire, and making impacts in her industry. Now, let's check with Sharon. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Kelly Bother and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Welcome to the show, Sharon. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> you know, uh, in the introduction, guys, I already mentioned to you guys how awesome Sharon is. But we always like to listen from herself, that let her tell the story, that how, you know, <laughs> how have, 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 <laughs> I want to say, <laughs> How she has endured <laughs> so far, uh, and no, how she has achieved such amazing thing, uh, right here today. So, Sharon, take away, tell us about your journey a bit. So, I think one thing about my journey, it always starts with a vision. I am truly a dreamer, and I am actually. Um, realize that that's actually a gift that I have is to be a dreamer. So when you, when I look back, I realized that, you know, growing up as a little girl, I was always attracted to, and in, in Delaware, we have a news, uh, newspaper called the news journal. And so I was all every Sunday, we had like our big publication and would always go into the uh, real estate section and just be wowed by the pictures of homes and the how the agents were describing them. And um, believe it or not, I was also just kind of 
engaged in the images of the real estate agents who represented those properties. And I don't know, Kelly, that just really stuck with me. And that growing up, I was just always envisioned myself being in that place. So for me, it, the journey has been quite interesting because I'm thinking back, it started there. It started with that vision. And when the opportunity presented itself, of course, I took advantage of the opportunity to obtain my license, my real estate license in 2005. So, you know, that vision became reality and is now my reality. Now that I, my reality is what it is, I'm actually living out what I envisioned. It's not quite what I envisioned though. (laughs) Like... I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's, you know, what I, what I thought the image that I received about real estate or the real estate professional and the real estate industry is not necessarily what I, the same image that I had growing up as a, as a young girl, but that's okay. Because through my journey, I realized that God is defining purpose you know, now my reality is my reality. Um, and it's not quite what I envisioned, but, you know, purpose is coming out of this journey and from that reality. And I say that because, you know, I just en- envisioned that, you know, having the title of a real realtor would unlock doors that I'll be just, you know, my days will be filled with unlocking doors to these beautiful homes and uh, different places throughout our state. And it just was all fluffy. Like I just really thought it was (laughs) a professional fluffy job, (laughs) if that makes any sense. And in reality, it was, I learned that there were many struggles, you know, struggling to how do I make a living doing this? Like, how do I really (laughs) earn a living doing this? But the you know, the bigger struggle and how do you make a living doing that was how do I learn what I need to know to make a living in doing this? And how do I, how do I learn what I need to know to service the consumer, to concern, to service my customer? And how do I learn what I need to know to, you know, so that I'm not sued? And, you know, there's so many responsibilities that we have in this role. So that's where like the defining moment, I, I think for me started in the, uh, in living out the reality and living out my reality. But as God continues to reveal purpose to me, I've also found passion on this, on this journey. And so, you know, that purpose was kind of met with passion and I've became passionate about um, building relationships, passionate about um, education and just passionate, just overall passionate about um, people. And that is why I do what I do and um, why I love it so much. So, yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know, uh, I mean, guys, if I just tell you guys, uh, you know, uh, Sharon is super humble. Okay. So you guys already know in the introduction, how awesome she has achieved and all that kind of thing. So here we appreciate that what she just shared, you know, with transparency. Um, I love what she said about, uh, you know, before she was, you know, uh, dreaming of this industry, kind of fluffy, all that. I, I think almost like each in every single industry, you know, when she was talking about those fluffy 
images I right away thought of in the Netflix, right? They are like a reality reality show, like something like Selling Sunset or something like that. And and I did kind of uh, watch like one or two episodes just to figure out what what it is. And I was looking at those. They all like a dress up like you know, very uh, glamorous. And uh, obviously they also in the category of selling multi-million dollars home. Um, and I was thinking that uh, before when I live in uh, US, my own agents, right? Uh, we, that, that moment we, we own a couple of properties and, and uh, I look at how they work. <laughs> it's a very different than, than on the Netflix, those, those ladies. That's and, true. Right. And also it remind me like it's, it's almost same as before I went to uh, work for the luxury brand of hotel industry. And, you know, I, everybody see just, wow, it's, you know, very, again, very glamorous outside, uh, all the delicious food and, and everything is very elegant and things. But what you guys did not see it's in order to appear that in the front, in the back, behind the scene, we are talking about like hours, hours of preparation. And then also it's years of um, training for the employee and gazillion of SOP done in order to appear the same every single time. And um I love about what uh, Sharon, what she does, you know, there are so many real estate agents owner there, out there, okay? We know that. But uh, as you guys know, in the introduction, you know, she's a part of the Power One Framework Movement. And I love what is her mission now, that how she serves. So can you kind of tell us a little bit, a, a bit about what, uh, now, while you have maybe have like different satellite audience, but what the main audience, the main clientele that you are focusing on to really help them to find whether it's find a home or find the right property to invest or help them to maintain their rentals, which group of people you are helping them to do so and why? So um, we primarily focus on um, career-driven um, men and women. Um, you know, we have a special niche within that, you know, $500,000 price point um, and above, but we, you know, service everyone within, with the same degree of service. Um, but we, we really service uh, those individuals um, to confidently make those decisions to purchase, to maintain, and to sell um, real estate, because that confidence piece is what is most important. And you only get the confidence to make those types of decisions by working with a confident agent. And, um, you know, in order to have a confident agent, you have to have one who is um, experienced, knowledgeable, um, on many levels, on the local level, on a regional, on just different levels of knowledge um, and negotiations. And um, we have to instill that level of knowledge into the consumer so that you can be able to 
make those decisions. It's similar to, um, I, I think it was very interesting how you brought up the example of the luxury hotel uh, market and uh, talked about how all the training that goes on behind the scenes um, in order for the customer to have that luxury experience. Um, I don't know that if you know, but a lot of in real estate is not um, doesn't have that luxury title. Um, so a lot of our consumers, most consumers, not healthy real estate associates consumers, but most real estate consumers in general have, um, they don't view us as professionals um, or luxury or, and, and, and a lot of that I believe is because um, we're not presented that way. We're kind of, um, you get your license and you're sent out to the public, like on a, um, it's almost like on a, uh, on the, on the lid of a trash can, you know, mm -hmm. I know that's, it's a little vulgar, but it's, you know, when you lack that training mm. and lack the, the, when you lack the not, when you're going out to service a, a customer and you don't have the level of knowledge to provide that service, you know, that is really what the presentation looks like, which is, I believe why we have um, people look at us as, you know, not as professional or knowing more than, you know, they knowing more than we know mm -hmm. uh, about our own field. And, and we service our clients. You know, we definitely value the, um, like I mentioned, the career driven men, men and women, because, um, you know, you have a certain level, uh, you have a certain clientele of people who value service and a healthy real estate and associates we do as well. You know, it's for, it's, it starts with the behind the scenes and the training after getting your license, not just knowing how to obtain your license, um, but knowing how to service the client on all of those levels in regards to instilling that confidence into them. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I totally get it. It's like, uh, it's a little bit like, even inside a luxury hotel, okay? I remember my first job uh, in that, uh, because that was the very first five-star hotel in Taipei, Taiwan. Then. So my first job was telephone operator. So people, they in their mind, telephone operator, right? Is like, y'all, even when I told my, told my mom, I said, mom, after the five times interview, I finally... Got that? I got it. I got it. And then she was excited. And you know, we are talking about I was freshly university graduated, and uh, um, but guess what? All my fellow colleagues, they at least university graduated. Okay, so the bar was quite high. And so she said, "Oh, so what did you get?" What are you going to do? I said, telephone operator. And she said, what? After you, you uh, study so hard and then went through all that and then you get a telephone operator. I said, mom, but you don't understand this. You know, we have 120 lines in uh, external line. We have 50 uh, internal lines and whatever. We are, it's like operating, you know, every single one of us it, the, the switchboard is cost like nearly $20,000 US dollars. You know, it's a high tech. Now, this kind of thing, only the people work inside the hotel would know that, right? Yeah. The people from outside, they look at, huh, telephone operator, are you, 
are you go nuts? Are you are you crazy? But people don't understand even as a telephone operator in that context, we gone through such intensive training mm-hmm. and both language-wise, technology-wise and all that. Believe it or not, after 30 years later now, I mean, I still remember certain extension number of Grand Hyatt. <laughs> because it's like a so ingrained yeah. in me. And I still remember how we greet people and all that. It, it just, it just, it just crazy. To say that I want kind of also take this opportunity to hopefully, you know, uh, share with the audience that. Yes, I understand just like we sometimes have so easy just to look at people's job title and assume. And that's yeah. a real, oh, that's a real estate agent. I mean, among all the real estate agents, I mean, yes, just like all the industry, they are the people not very professional. They are green. Maybe they just came out fresh, just like you say. Yeah. And then they, they did not have the opportunity to get trained just yet. And then that is why Sharon is so uh, adamant about and so passionate about that. Her, not her team. And, 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 and God has called her to be a pioneer of this industry to basically educate both sides. Educate the client side so the client will not be taking advantage of. Have you guys ever had that experience you go to buy a house or rent a house and you have so many little prints and then you look at it and I said what 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 does that mean right yes um yeah. but then she also the other side she also obviously want to train her agents so they are equipped so they are knowledgeable but more importantly I don't know if you guys get from the beginning she said relationship right kingdom principle everything starts from relationship right and can you kind of tell us, though, what are some common mistakes when people that say buy their first home? I think because I know now the housing market mm-hmm. is a bit quite crazy there uh, in U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you say? And I love you serve the uh, you know, career driven uh, gentlemen and ladies. I think this group of people, uh, you know, work very hard, but they're also very knowledgeable and they have clearly, they know clearly what they want. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, what is uh, some maybe three to five common mistakes that when people, they want hopping to the, with the world of property, what are those? And, and so we can avoid them. Um, I almost... I'm going to uh, answer that question in a way um, in, in our current market as well, because yeah. um, it is a very um, it's a very different market. Um, I think um, one common mistake to make is to um, give in to the competition, you know, like just to I mean, it's one thing to compete, but I like I explained to my buyers, especially is you always have to position your yourself and your when writing an offer so that you know what you're willing and able to do. I think some buyers are just kind of writing to win the to win the bid on a home because they kind of get, you know, tired of 
um, the, the pro they're getting tired of the process a lot faster or almost um, reaching that point of desperation. And you never want to acquire um, an asset as a like real estate out of desperation. You know, you want to um, have a plan A and you want to have a plan B or C if even needed. And um, you want to know in advance before even writing an offer, what are you willing to do? You know, are you and, and when I say willing, you have people, um, you know, are you willing to waive a home inspection? Are you willing to buy a home sight unseen? Um, are you willing to um, invest money into covering a, a gap of an appraisal? Are you willing to waive an appraisal? You know, does the value of the home really matter to you? If you're not willing to do those things, those are not items that you should be writing into an offer just to win a home. Um, and you also want to know what you are able to do. Um, if you are not able to um, incentivize the seller in any way, if you're not able to um, pay toward any inspections, if you're not able to close soon, if you're not able to, you know, put 20% down or a 50% down, you should not include those things into your offer. You should not stretch yourself beyond your willingness or your ability. Um, does that make sense, Kelly? Yeah. And I think okay. that's a kind of the biblical principle of stewardship. Okay. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. And um, I think in this market, it is also very important to, um, to know the laws of your state, the agency laws of your state, because, um, you know, dual agency, I believe most states practice that. And um, I believe um, you have some listing age sell, uh, agents that represent the seller who um, kind of push that. Um, can you hold on? Can you say, uh, explain first, what's a dual agency? Well, dual agency is when um, you have a real estate professional who represents both the buyer and the seller. Okay. So in actuality, it could be a conflict of interest. I know here in Delaware, it's our it's a statutory law. It's a part of our statutory law. Um, so an agent can do that, but the consumer has the right to opt out of, of that. And the reason that's important is because you want to, it goes back to the relationship. You need to know, um, you need to trust your agent. You know, your agent should be your advocate um, and you need to work with an agent who has your best interest in mind. Um, uh, so dual agent, if you, if you have an agent who doesn't have or understand that concept um, or believe in that concept, then, you know, you could kind of just be led into making decisions um, for all the wrong reasons without having the advocate behind you. So I think it's very important to, to go into this, um, to go into the process as a seller and or a buyer um, with an advocate, a specific advocate for you, especially in this market. You know, and that's another um, way that buyers become desperate is they'll just reach out to the listing agent just to win an offer. But it's like, you know, what, what did you sacrifice in order to get into that home? So you, you, you don't want to um, sacrifice, you don't want to put yourself at risk or put um, the money that you're investing at risk. Um, because in this market, we're seeing a lot of buyer's remorse and mm. you don't want to end up on that side of it. So, you know, I think that's, um, you know, a second thing that I believe is very important. Um, 
And I, I think those are the top two things, especially in today's market, because like I said, that willingness and ability covers everything. Um, and, and having an advocate to guide you through the process is really, you know, everything else is covered once you, um, have the right advocate, uh, on your side and the right team of professionals. Yeah. I, I'm glad you pointed out, I think, uh, cause a lot of, um, you know, uh, people, uh, Especially the, uh, the 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 audience we just met, uh, the you know driven professionals, mm-hmm. you know they feel like okay, uh, it's great uh, time to invest, uh, or is it is time for them to uh, get to their first home? Mm-hmm. And I think because the market today is very different due to a lot of reasons, and the one of the main reason why I asked Sharon come on show today. You know, this show is for Christian CEOs. And then one of the mandate I got is recently really uh, pushing on me. It's about uh, wealth building and, you know, land, right? House. It's for me, it's a part of inheritance Yeah. Uh, that we can, is a, can we can, you know, uh, acquire and then leave behind, you know, uh, for our next generations. Uh, and I think home, I always say, you know, it's not before at least my, my former agents, they made me feel like they really care about, they understand why we acquire for home. And, uh, uh, even when we rent it out, out to move out, move out from us, uh, we still shine a light or after they ran out to somebody and we were asked for the content information. Uh, I will send flower or Amazon something gifts and then totally surprise them. And then the I remember the tenants um, asked the agent, say, wow, never had this kind of landlord. And uh, the agent wants to tell them, say, I know, I never had this kind of clients either. <laughs> uh, but it's through that process to show God's love. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think, I hope that this episode is, you know, for those of you that for whatever reason you need to listen to this, right? Uh, really pay attention to before you're going to maintain, you're going acqu- to acquire, uh, you're going to sell your homes. So Sharon, what would you say that for the agent side? So, so far we talk about consumer side, right? Mm-hmm. For the agent side, um, I know that you have such a heart and actually the, uh, in the near future, uh, soon enough, you want to have a program to help them out, you know? So can you kind of maybe share a little bit about uh, your heart, why you would like to create a certification program for the agents? Yeah, I, um, over the years, I have um, been customizing a process um, a consultative process that uh, caters specifically to my buyers and um, specifically caters to my sellers. And the feedback um, that I've received over the years from my clients um, is like my mojo in a way. It, it's, it's like my, con- it's, it's a part of my confirmation of my, it's also, it's a part of defining my purpose as well. Um, but in order to be the change you want to see, um, a lot of the times that doesn't require just you 
you know, so, you know, you want to duplicate your efforts, but you want to share again, turn, you want to reach back out to um, your peers. Um, and again, I'm very passionate. I, I think it ought to be priority as it is in our industry. Um, I believe it ought to be priority um, to elevate the consumer's perspective of the, of the real estate professional. Um, so that's the, that is the reason that I want to implement the certification process and, and, um, training other agents, um, across the, across the globe, um, so that consumers can have, um, the healthy experience, um, not just in Delaware, not just with Sharon, but with other agents, so, um, I, and I just think that's important um, because like I said, I can't be the, I personally cannot be the change that I want to see, but if I can train up um, the real estate professional to go out and um, raise the bar in our industry so that when people do think of um, the real estate professional, um, they have that positive view on what it looks like. I cannot wait. As, a, as your coach and <laughs> as, as for the goodness of the rest of the world that we can experience a whole lot more positive experience. And right in, when you come to real estate uh, investment wise and uh, sharing, so what would, what would you uh, say roughly that this certification program, you know, what would be that uh, number one result for the agents out there that basically why they should consider to get certified? Um, agents should consider be, um, becoming certified as a healthy agent because um, one, it will be a source of referrals um, and it, was, it will be quality referrals. Um, <clears throat> and it helps to better, you mentioned it earlier, but it helps to better equip you to service your other clients. And it's, it's like how you remember how you mentioned the training in the, um, with the phone call, you still remember those extensions even until today. You know, once you go through this certification process, regardless of whether you're just servicing, um, you know, referrals that are being generated to you through Healthy Real Estate and Associates, it will um, start to form a, uh, a lifestyle and how you service clients outside of healthy real estate and associates. And that's only a, a, in, in the positive light. Um, so there is um, in real estate, we're taught um, after you're licensed to kind of fake it until you make you make it. And um, through this certification process, um, you won't have to fake it. Um, you will be uh, have the ability to um, make it with the right tools, the right resources, the right relationships, the right connections to be able to better service your clients and to be presented in a better light um, by your clients. And I think that is um, what we do, why we do what we do, at least why we, (laughs) why we should be doing what we do. Exactly. And I'm glad you say that. Uh, I'm sure I put her on the spot a little bit about a question because she's not prepared to answer that because I know... (laughs) I know she is not, she has a lot of content uh, and ready. It just obviously not, uh, we haven't, you know, really get the, to the depth of what exactly uh, she's going to bring out. But I think this is so important, right? Because don't forget, you know, for those of you, your agents out there, 
or you want to become one. Uh, you know, bottom line, kingdom principle, we should do everything excellently. Not surely is not fake it until we make it. That's number one. And in no matter which industry anyway, uh, especially I know in coaching industry, uh, a lot of people also fake it until you make it. Um, and in nowadays, a lot of people, they can just slap a label, say they are coach. Right. Uh, so the other thing is, I think uh, for me, real estate agents, uh, right, it's under the umbrella of sales professional. Mm-hmm. Now, sell. Notice I say sales professionals. It's a professional. Okay. So the real good, real deal of sales professional, they never made you feel like they are sales to you. Mm-hmm. They are your partner. It's they are you almost like your consultants. And don't forget, nowadays people be your consumer. They are clients, they are become a whole lot more smarter, whole lot more sophisticated. So this program will just be good. It will be kind of put you in a uh, kind of increase your competitive edge, yes. right? Um, so no matter for you personally, uh, as a personal development, and also for the industry, I think it's a good thing. So I cannot wait, Sharon to come out that program now she feel pressure because i put in public for her now <laughs> yes. day, kelly you really did as you always do <laughs> that's why they say if you dare if you dare with uh work with kelly you know she will bring out the best of you she you know you will pre- you will surely produce result and yes, so, yeah will. i just cannot wait next time i want to get her back and then um uh, the when her program is out. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we can talk about the program. But guys, here today is kind of a, a kind of part of a conversational between coach and coachee. But also more important is I want to highlight such an amazing professional, uh, Sharon, uh, in the industry. And so, uh, Sharon, any departing wisdom for maybe for the entrepreneurs? aspiring entrepreneur or agents out there uh, that for, you know, based on your journey so far in the entrepreneurial journey so far. One thing I um, am a firm believer in, um, and is why I push education so hard is um, because I'm a firm believer in ownership. Um, And I just really desire more people to appreciate the power of ownership um, and, you know, home ownership, business ownership, but definitely like uh, everybody needs a place to live and work. Um, and why not own a piece of that? Why not own a piece of that? So um, I just want to kind of leave that right there and just say that I strongly believe in that. And um, that is why I push, even if it's your, you're an owner occupant, you know, it's your first investment. Um, so that's okay. That. Here we go. Cause so guys go on a piece of something. <laughs> and, um, so kingdom principle, you know, uh, inheritance, right. Uh, you know, no matter what you own, just remember that comes with responsibility. Mm-hmm. So take really good care for it. Mm-hmm. Sharon, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. 
and uh, uh, we cannot wait for you, for that program to come up. Yes, and neither can I. I'm excited about it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. How have you enjoyed the episode? If you feel like you're sharing, Holy Spirit has been tapped on your shoulder, nudging your heart to do something different in your industry. Then I would like to invite you to consider join the Power One Framework movement. To get started, just go to access a complimentary masterclass by going to powerofoneframework.com forward slash masterclass. Notice I say complimentary, I did not say free because nothing is free. You're going to spend the time and effort to watch the masterclass. A lot of people say even just by watching the masterclass already have a breakthrough. So what are you waiting for? Just go to powerofoneframework.com forward slash masterclass. I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com. 